Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And quarter 50 straight up in Columbia 51 and holding in our nation's capital. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in this 3 a.m. hour. Coming up, the heavy rain, high winds move out. We have the latest on restoration for power outages this morning. Bethesda man is lucky to be okay after he hits a fallen tree. Unfortunately, I didn't see it in time. I'm Mike Marilla. How posting a photo to an app could help fight climate change. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Millions of Americans from the south to the east have been getting hammered by heavy rain and snow. CBS News Boston's Christina Rex is in Lemonster, Massachusetts. Public works crews spent most of the day Tuesday clearing snow piles from areas where parking is needed or that could be a flood threat. They also loaded up trucks with salt to treat the roads. But there's one crucial job being done all over the city. Clearing out catch basins. So the water has a way to flow to them. The storm blanketed Davenport, Iowa with snow. We've actually been waiting for this snow because, I mean, a lot of us are on layoff. But, you know, with this big storm, this is, their, this is what we've all been waiting for. Big storms to be out here making money. At least four people have died in the storm. We're learning more about the investigation of the incident on an Alaska Airlines flight Friday when a door blew out from a Boeing 737 MAX 9 jet. More from CBS's Chris Van Cleve. CBS News has learned investigators want to know if Boeing has received damaged door plugs from its supplier. A month ago, a federal complaint by former employees of that supplier, Spirit Aerosystems, alleged the company's products frequently contained defects. There was a fight between members of a well-known synagogue in Brooklyn and police after the officers tried to close an unauthorized tunnel that had been dug underneath the building. CBS News New York reporter Lisa Rosner. A clash between police and some congregants in the middle of the afternoon prayer service at Chabad Lubavitch Synagogue. The organization says a group of extremist students broke through a few walls in adjacent properties to get unauthorized access. So when a cement truck was brought in to repair the walls, the men vandalized the sanctuary. The Biden administration is still dealing with the fallout from Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's decision not to disclose his hospitalization for complications from prostate cancer surgery. NSC spokesman John Kirby. That's not the way this is supposed to happen. The president understands that and uh, and that's why he wants uh, the chief of staff to take a look at processes across the administration and agencies here and that's why DOD is also looking at their own procedures to make sure that that doesn't happen again. The tax season is almost upon us and you may be wondering what you can do to speed up your refund. IRS spokesman Rafael Tolino has some tips. Three weeks or less for most of those returns. If you do choose to file by paper, that does take a little longer to process. 
and to get you a paper check on top of that. Meta says it will start hiding inappropriate content from teenagers' accounts on Instagram and Facebook, including posts about suicide, self-harm, and eating disorders. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTLP at 303. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. It is January 10th, 2024. Rain ending. Still some gusty winds, parts of the area. Daybreak, 40s to 50s for the low. We're at 51 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following this morning, the intense storms have moved out of our area finally this Wednesday morning after a hellacious Tuesday around here in Montgomery County locally. There were some very scary moments for two drivers anyway who drove up on a tree falling down in Bethesda. During the storm, David Hearn was driving home on West Bard Avenue after returning a library book. Just finished doing that and headed home and... Little, little bad luck. The bad luck was in the dark. He didn't see a massive tree that just fell. It was invisible to me as I was driving up, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't see it in time to, to be able to slow down enough and stop and not run into it. He says another car hit the other side of this big tree as well. It was one of several trees that fell in the county. Another Montgomery village hit two cars that were parked on the way down. Just a busy night for county crews who were left with a lot to clean up. In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Although most of the storms have passed through now, the water level keeps rising early this Wednesday. WTOP traffic guru Dave Dildine has been watching significant flooding locally in Annapolis. I am waiting around the edges of one of the biggest coastal floods in Annapolis history. Preliminarily, this is in the top five, according to NOAA records. The Severn River just surging out of its banks and overtopping not just the City Dock Promenade here, but many businesses along Dock Street and Compromise Street. Despite the odd hour, a few business owners are stacking sandbags, but to little avail. Uh, many stores have water up to table level. Water's even lapping against the Waterfront Hotel and the Market House. All of this brought on by an extreme onshore fetch near hurricane force winds earlier out over the Chesapeake Bay. In Annapolis, Maryland, Dave Deldine, WTOP News. It's 3.05 on your Wednesday morning. Thousands remain in the dark in our region because of the storms. At last check, Dominion Energy reporting almost 1,300 homes and businesses in the dark in Fairfax County. 1,500 homes and businesses without juice in D.C. That's from Pepco this hour. Pepco also has about 3,000 customers in the dark in Montgomery County this morning. BGE reporting about 1,500 outages in Prince George's County, 3,100 in Howard County, and more than 9,000 homes and businesses out in Anne Arundel County this morning. Southern Maryland Electric Cooperative at last check says they have about 1,700 customers who are in the dark in Calvert County this hour. Meantime, a few schools across the area are changing their schedules today. Here's what we know at TOP this hour. In Maryland, Howard County and Anne Arundel County Public Schools opening under a two-hour delay. In Virginia, Culpeper County, Fauquier County, Fredericksburg City, Spotsylvania County, and Stafford County Public Schools all opening two hours late. Latest on the delays as well as restoration concerning those in the dark. Click away. Always updated at WTOP.com. WTOP at 306. That photo of flooding in your backyard or driveway could be a big help to scientists and planners these days working to fight climate change. 
Uh, that's why Maryland officials want you to post your photos to an app. This is a way to feel like you're doing something for your community. Kate Vogel's a resiliency planner with Maryland's Department of Natural Resources. She's urging people to use the My Coast Maryland app. Every time someone posts a photo of flooding in their area, we can really see, like, what is the pattern in the data? What is the data showing us and how can we act on that? That, in turn, can help communities and governments plan for ways to address flooding, from planting native grasses to prevent erosion to adding riprap, that rocky material you see packed along shorelines and bridge abutments. It would be great to see more reports from throughout the state. More data, said Vogel, means more movement towards solutions. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Tens of thousands of drivers each owe D.C. up to 25000 bucks in unpaid speeding tickets these days. Most are from Virginia and Maryland, and those drivers don't have to pay those tickets. So the district is taking the first step toward significantly boosting its laws against speeding. In a first vote, the D.C. Council has unanimously approved a crackdown on speeding. The measure would allow more booting, towing, and would allow the city to sue out-of-town drivers with unpaid speeding tickets. The bill's sponsor, Charles Allen, told the council of the deadly toll on the city's roads. The district experienced 52 traffic fatalities in 2023. That's 17 more than the previous year. The bill, which requires a second vote by the council, also calls for a pilot program in which repeated violators would get speed governors installed in their vehicles, thwarting their ability to speed. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th, 2024. Welcome into WTOP at 308. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, good morning to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. You know, we've been telling folks all night to be careful on the roadways and that there's some deep water out there. And we do have the left lane blocked in Greenbelt in Maryland for a vehicle recovery on Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Uh, right now, northbound at Good Luck Road, so that is closed for that recovery. Uh, we're also closed, closed due to flooding in Maddox on Route 238, both directions between Manor Road and Hurry Road in Virginia. In Vienna, flooding as the road closed on Lawyers Road in both directions between Route 123 and Hunter Mill Road and Leesburg, both directions on Shreve Mill Road. Between Dulles Greenway and Sicklin Road were closed there due to flooding. In Caroline on Route 17 southbound between Sandy Lane Drive and Petmire Hill Road, flooding has that roadway closed as well. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problems on 270. The Bay Bridge, we do have that wind restriction there, as well as the nice Middleton Bridge. High-profile vehicles are subject to not be permitted to cross at any time. In the district, the same seems to be the case. There's flooding throughout the WTOP listening area. Luckily, it would seem most folks have listened and stayed off of the roads. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. traffic. We're just seeing a few light showers working their way across the area as we head through the overnight temperatures are going to drop into the low 40s. It's still going to be pretty windy out there. Winds 15 to 30 miles an hour. We'll see those winds pick back up again. We'll have winds 50 miles an hour, especially west of D.C. where we have a wind advisory becoming sunny. Temperatures around 50. I'm W.T.O.P. meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. Right now, we're at 52, Fort Belvoir, 51, Foggy Bottom, 50, Silver Spring, 51, and Holding in our nation's capital. We're the time now on WTOP's 310. 
bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on TOP. Unity Software, whose tools are used by game and app designers, is cutting 1,800 jobs. It's 25% of its workforce. The president of the National Association of Realtors, Tracy Casper, has resigned after reporting an attempted blackmail threat. Goodyear's launching a line of tires specifically for electric vehicles whose heavy batteries mean more wear and tear on tires. The Dow lost 158 points Tuesday, but the Nasdaq gained 14. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks finished mainly lower. The Kospi was down 19 points. The Hang Seng down 95. The Shanghai off 16. Though the Nikkei is the exception, up by 679 points this morning. WTOP at 311. Good morning. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Our latest check of traffic and weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment. No interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP Lane. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Good Wednesday morning, January 10th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. If you're just joining us, rain ending as we head towards daybreak. Still a bit windy in parts of the area. We are looking at a low somewhere between the 40s and 50s, depending upon where you are in the region. We're at 51 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. It's 312 on WTOP. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. This is WTOP News. There may be a political storm brewing these days over how to avoid a government shutdown. This morning, WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller with more on potentially averting that shutdown that's likely to divide Republicans. This may be the calm before the storm, but Senate leaders said they think there's going to have to be some kind of continuing resolution, a short-term CR, because the January 19th deadline is coming so soon to avert a shutdown. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says he's pleased with the agreement on the overall spending level, but... In the meantime, we need to prevent a government shutdown. And so the obvious question is, how long does the CR need to be? And that is the issue that's going to split Republicans. Conservatives have made it very clear they don't want a short-term spending plan. And House Speaker Mike Johnson is now on the hot seat. Does he stick with hardliners who don't want a short-term bill and take things to the brink on a shutdown? Or does he work with Democrats to get spending bills passed? A lot of big decisions coming in the next few weeks. Mitch, also New Jersey, Senator Bob Menendez renewed his criticism of prosecutors who have charged him in a wide-ranging bribery 
bribery scheme. What's going on there? Well, this was a rather rare floor speech, given that Senator Menendez has already proclaimed his innocence. But Menendez clearly felt he needed to speak out, given that another superseding indictment in his bribery case came out last week. Prosecutors say in addition to illegally accepting bribes on behalf of a businessman to get contract work with Egypt, he also allegedly worked on behalf of the country of Qatar. Fellow Democrat and Sylvania Senator John Fetterman today called Menendez a sleazeball and says he needs to go. But Menendez says he will not resign as he awaits trial. Uh, we have House Republicans getting ready to hold Hunter Biden in contempt for not providing testimony behind closed doors. What's the latest there? A lot of action ahead tomorrow. The House Oversight and Judiciary Committees plan to move forward with markups of contempt language. They say that Hunter Biden has failed to provide a deposition as requested in those closed doors proceedings. The president's son came to Capitol Hill, you'll recall, a few weeks ago and offered to provide testimony at a public hearing, but Republicans rejected that. Democrats are criticizing this latest development. I spoke today with a member of the Judiciary Committee, Maryland Democrat Glenn Ivey, who pointed out that the chair of the Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, himself defied a subpoena to testify before the January 6th committee. So tomorrow's proceeding will quickly renew those political tensions during this election year. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller talking with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories early Wednesday morning we're following for you on WTOP. There are still a few passing showers moving out by daybreak. The worst of the rain and strong winds have moved out of the area this morning. A federal appeals court considering whether or not former President Donald Trump is immune from criminal prosecution for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has spent recent days in the hospital battling prostate cancer, we're told, and a related infection because of it. Serious questions remain, though, about why President Biden was not more quickly informed of what was going on with him. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. WTOP Wednesday morning, January 10th, 317. An update on traffic and weather a minute away. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Mark from Maryland asks, I'm still working, but will retire soon. My wife will soon be receiving an inherited retirement account of approximately $500,000. How can we best use the money to help fund our retirement? Well, Mark, since this is an inherited retirement account, your wife will have 10 years to get the money out. Once you retire and your income goes down, you might want to start pulling the money out at that time. If you don't need the money to live on, it's probably a good time for you to open a brokerage account. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. 
Good Wednesday morning, January 10th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 318. Checking out with Butch Seltzer in the WTLP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. In Virginia, in Vienna, flooding has the road closed on Lawyers Road in both directions between Route 123 and Hunter Mill Road. In Leesburg, both directions on Shreve Mill Road between Dulles Greenway and Sicklin Road. That's closed due to flooding. In Caroline, on Route 17 southbound between Sandy Lane Drive and Petmire Hill Road, flooding has that roadway closed. In Stafford, on Telegraph Road, both directions are blocked due to fallen power cables between Denrich Denrich. Road and Route 1. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. Bay Bridge, we do have those wind restrictions there, as well as the nice Middleton Bridge. High-profile vehicles are subject to not be permitted to cross at any time. In Maryland, closed due to flooding in Maddox on Route 238, both directions between Manor Road and Hurry Road. And we still have the left lane blocked in Greenbelt for a vehicle recovery on Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound at Good Luck Road. In the district, same seems to be the case. Flooding throughout the WTOP listening area. Uh, luckily, it would seem most folks have listened and stayed off the roadways. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Coming up after traffic and weather. Felons with guns, a renewed focus for police. This really is about a commitment to doing more. I'm Nick Ainelli. We're going to be dealing with the flooding and road closures as we continue into the morning. We're also going to be dealing with the winds. They're going to be gusting up to about 30 through the next couple hours, but after daybreak, gusting up to 40, 50 miles an hour. In fact, we have a wind advisory for areas west of D.C. through much of Wednesday. Now, a few spotty showers, but the heavy rain gone. I'm not expecting any through your wind. Wednesday temperatures were going to be in the low 50s for Wednesday, again, with pretty strong winds up to 50 miles an hour. But lighter winds on Thursday, low 50s and plenty of sun. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. Around the region right now, we're at 50 degrees in College Park. It's 49 in Fairfax, 52 on the National Mall, 51 in Holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around by Linda Plummer Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check him out. Linda Plummer, Heating and Air. And coming up this Wednesday morning in the 3 a.m. hour for you. What's the plan to deal with crime in Maryland? The governor outlines his priorities. I'm Kate Ryan. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know. You know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. Here's John O'Donnell, president and CEO of the Washington Area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is always about the latest technology and new cars, but there's also going to be a lot to do in addition to that with indoor and outdoor ride and drives, an all-new kids zone, interactive driving simulators, e-bikes, classic cars, exotic cars, and real-time art from Art of Motion. We're proud that Hyundai is bringing back their exhilarating indoor test track featuring the Kona EV, the Ionique 5, and 6. Nissan will introduce a brand new EV track experience at the 2024 show where guests can ride along in their Aria Platinum. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center, January 19th through 28th. 
For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoShow.com. That's WashingtonAutoShow.com. This is WTOP News. Even though it's illegal for convicted felons to have a gun locally in the state of Virginia, it still happens far too often, we're told. Fairfax County is to that end, cracking down on that. Two special teams in Fairfax County, one made up of detectives, the other of prosecutors, will dedicate more time and resources to investigating felons who have guns illegally. Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney, Steve Descano. We are endeavoring to really take a high-level, multi-pronged approach to the scourge of gun violence. He says it'll help deter felons from having firearms and also help to identify where illegal guns are coming from. The county's police chief, Kevin Davis. People who illegally carry firearms are more prone to go to that firearm when they're engaged in a otherwise petty dispute. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. For support for crime victims, a push to boost policing as a career and a focus on reducing gun violence. Locally, Maryland's governor announcing public safety plans the day before lawmakers get back to work in Annapolis. Maryland Governor Wes Moore says he intends to work with lawmakers to get his public safety plans passed. We aren't going to point fingers. We aren't going to just simply place blame while homicide rates increase. Regarding concerns about juvenile crime specifically, Moore said... We need accountability for the kids that are repeatedly violating the law. I believe in rehabilitation, but I will not tolerate lawlessness. Moore introduced three bills, including one boosting support for crime victims. Another is aimed at beefing up police numbers in the state. This legislation will build stronger pipelines to law enforcement jobs for all Marylanders, even those who do not pursue a four-year college degree. And a third would create a Center for Firearm Violence Prevention. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. History is made in Minnesota this week. For the first time, St. Paul has sworn in its first city council made up entirely of women. Incoming council president Mitra Jalali. To Anika, Rebecca, Sarah, Wajang, Nelsie, and Shaniqua. I'm so proud of and honored to serve alongside each of you. Thank you for answering the call to serve. One by one, they took the oath of office. I, Anika Boo. I, Rebecca Naker. I, Sarah Jost. Do solemnly swear. Six out of the seven members are women of color. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. A woman who nearly died from carbon monoxide poisoning, lucky to be alive this morning after the SOS feature on her Apple Watch actually dialed emergency services. Natalie Nasatka of Delaware said that she woke up feeling off and decided to take a nap on her couch. She says that the she then felt even worse when she woke up a few hours later. Too weak to find her phone, she held down the side button on her Apple Watch. Firefighters confirmed the cause of her health scare was from carbon monoxide from her heater. Luckily, she's fine this morning, we can tell you, and now has carbon monoxide. She has a detector in her house for that. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTLP Sports Time 325 on your Wednesday morning, January 10th. The Rob's turn this morning. The commander's search for a new head of football operations is off and running. Josh Harris opened his palatial Miami home to a pair of assistant GMs Tuesday. The 49ers Adam Peters and the Chiefs Mike Borgonzi and will host a pair more Wednesday when the Eagles Alec Hallaby and the Bears Ian Cunningham sit down for interviews. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we offered our dream scenarios for the GM and coach hires and George Wallace said, This is an attractive job for a number of reasons. And especially, you know, an ownership group that is going to do things the right way. You have a offseason with almost $80 million. And the icing, the cherry, whatever you want to say on top, the number two overall pick. You have a blank canvas.